Hey, beauty pros, welcome to Beauty Business Breakthroughs. My name is Shara, your guide to success in the beauty industry. In each episode, I'm going to be sharing my tips, tricks, and real life experiences. Plus, we'll bring in industry experts to drop their game-changing advice. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, get ready for practical insights that will elevate your beauty business. Let's dive in. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me today on Beauty Business Breakthroughs. I am here to discuss the arts of seamless booking for your clients in the beauty industry. So most of my listeners, most of my followers are obviously beauty service professionals. So I am here to give you some tips and tricks on how you can go ahead and make the booking process seamless and as easy as possible for your clients so that it encourages them to go ahead and book with you. All right, so let's go ahead and just add some information here. So normally what I like to do is be able to add a visual so that you can see kind of what I'm going over, what I'm gonna be discussing and things of that nature. But for whatever reason, the system does not wanna cooperate with me. So we're just gonna go ahead and get started. First and foremost, you want to make sure that you have multiple booking avenues. What does that mean? You're going to have the option to book online, the option to book over the phone, and maybe even via text or DM, right? So as most of you know, depending on whether your clients, well, let's just take it a step back. How many of you know who your ideal client avatar is? right? What does that mean? So when I was providing services, my ideal client avatar was between the age of 18 to 30 females. Okay. And obviously they were in the greater Sacramento or even Northern California region. So that is my ideal client avatar, right? A majority of them were either Hispanic or Asian, some even Caucasian, not as many African-American. However, did I have a lot of them, of women? Did I have African-American or Caucasian? Absolutely. But my ideal client avatar, the majority of the clients that I was going or that were coming to me were of um, Asian or Hispanic descent. With that being said, okay, if you know who your ideal client avatar is, right? It is easy for you to target what type of booking options and processes you have. So if your client is younger or maybe they're middle age, they might or should be tech savvy, right? If you have an older ideal client avatar, older meaning maybe they're in their 50s, 60s, 70s, they may not be as tech savvy, which means they're used to making a phone call and booking an appointment. So you want to have those kind of things in mind when you are setting up your booking processes. What works for one client may not work for every single client. And you want to keep that in mind because again, 
you want to tailor your processes to the client that you are trying to attract, right? Again, if you have a younger client who is going to be tech savvy, them booking online is not going to be option or not going to be a problem. Them texting you or DMing you is not going to be a problem. If your clients are maybe in their 50s, 60s, or 70s, again, I'm just kind of using some generic numbers, but if they're in that age range, they may not be tech savvy. They may not be on social media and even have ability to, to send you a DM. They may not even know what a DM is. I don't know. But again, you want to keep these things in mind when you are creating your different booking processes, okay? So when we talk about using a phone number or you know them being able to text you, keep in mind, you don't have to use your personal phone number, okay? There are so many different apps that are out there that are free, that are low cost. A lot of people will say, oh, well, I'm just gonna add this extra phone. If that's what works for you, great. However, if you're in the beginning stages and you don't have the money to go out and get a second phone or a second phone line, then there's no problem with you just adding an app. I know that there is um, Google My Number or Google Google Phone, whatever it's called. Google has a number that you know you could tie to your Gmail. It's free. You can get phone calls. You can get text messages. You know, there's all these different settings so that you don't one have to accept numbers or calls on your personal line. And two, you don't need to go out and get a second phone. But again, you can go ahead and turn it on when you're accepting calls, turn it off when you're not available, whatever it is. I know that there's a ton of settings that are on these apps, okay, that can keep you on a schedule and things of that nature, right? Another option to think of when you are looking at booking your clients is at the end of every lash appointment, I go to get my lashes done. At the end of every lash appointment, I'm booking my next appointment, right? And at the end of every facial, I'm booking my next facial. So when you have those repeat clients or you have services that that call for repeat clients or repeat business every two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, six weeks, whatever the case may be, go ahead and take the time to pull out your calendar, whether it's a paper calendar or an app calendar, whatever it is. And hey, Sally, do you want me to go ahead and book your next appointment? Right? Like how freaking simple is that? I literally do that. She's pulling up the calendar. We're figuring out what works with her schedule, figuring out what works with mine. And at the same time, I'm sending her money. It takes a literally maybe two or three minutes at the end of every lash or even my facial appointments. So this is a great option for you to think about, again, when you are developing your booking processes. The key point here is making sure that you have multiple booking avenues, okay? You want to make sure that your system is user-friendly and mobile optimized. Again, kind of going back to what we were talking about originally was not everybody is going to be tech savvy. And I will use myself as an example. I'm extremely tech savvy, okay? 
when I listed my property on Airbnb, there was this door app that like the app was on your phone and you downloaded it and it synced with my front door lock. Okay. And um, one of my Airbnb guests that actually told me about this and, and this was, oh gosh, now that I think about it, six, seven, eight years ago, whatever. So I was like, wow, this is so cool. I don't even think like Ring was very popular yet. Anyways, in hindsight, the app was great. Okay. If you were like a normal tenant or you were using it, you lived there or something like that. For Airbnb, it was a shit show because I would have guests who were tech savvy because they had to download the app, they had to register, then they had to sync it to my house, blah, 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 right? Again, it was a shit show. And so I had so many challenges when I had guests trying to check in or enter the property and things of that nature. I use this example because these are the kind of things that you need to think about from your consumer's perspective. For me, as a tech savvy person, it wasn't that big of a deal, but I didn't think about the people who one were, who weren't tech savvy, and two, I really didn't think about the feasibility and the process that it entailed for you know the people. Now, of course, my process is super simple. Here's the code, punch in the buttons, bam. It's like a no brainer. There's no app to download. They don't have to register for the app or create an account. You know, they don't have to sync it to anything, like literally nothing. They punch in the buttons, push the, the pound sign, the hashtag, whatever you want to call it, and they're in the property. Again, I'm using this example because it is important for us to think about not just what's easy and, and works for us, but really we want to make sure that we are creating things that are feasible and work for our consumer. Who is our ideal our consumer? The ideal client avatar. When I was providing services, who was my ideal client avatar? Females in Northern California, greater Sacramento region, ages 18 to 30, right? So I needed to tailor all of my booking and my processes to that ideal client avatar. All right. So the next thing that we wanted to think about when we are creating and working on a seamless booking process is going to be making sure that there is transparent availability. What does that mean? We want to make sure that your client or your prospective client, right? The person who is interested in booking services with you does not have to look hard, long, or far in order to figure out how to book with you, okay? Prime example, I just went to somebody's page because I was trying to figure out, remember what the exact terminology, because I am a very literal person, and so I was trying to go to their page because I know that they have a booking calendar. And guess what? I couldn't find it. But I know it's on their IG. And sure enough, it was hidden 
because on the, you know, right below the bio, there's like a little drop down arrow. And then when you hit the drop down arrow, the book now option populated. Okay. For somebody who's like me, and maybe I'm really interested in booking with this person. Yeah. I'm going to go look for it, or I'm going to message them. But somebody who's a prospective person, they may not do that. So it is super important for you to trust, but verify. What does that mean? That means you set up your processes, you set up your booking links, but you verify that they work as you intend them to work, right? So when I'm developing my website, I am, you know, setting up codes, I'm saving them, I'm making changes to this, that, and whatever, but then I log in as a consumer, right? I'm looking at my website as a consumer to make sure that it works as I'm intending. So the same thing with your booking link. You want to make sure that that book now option on your IG or your Facebook is easily accessible. Make sure that it is visible to your current client, your prospective client, and you know, some apps do not necessarily work with Instagram for you to create that like book now link. And if that's the case, okay, Instagram has a website option in your bio. So you can go ahead and put your websites. That way they click on that link. It's very easy to see. In your bio, it says book now, put some arrow buttons, whatever. Again, we don't want people who are interested in booking with you to have to look hard to figure out how and where to book with you, okay? So again, these things are very, very important for you to consider. Another thing that you wanna think about is making sure that you have flexible hours and appointment blanks to cater to diverse needs. Okay, when I was providing services because of my schedule, I ended up providing services in the afternoon and evenings. So I would get off work at two, three, four, and then I would work from, you know, three, four, five to seven or eight, whatever it was, you know, depending on that particular day. And so when I had to end up hiring an assistant because I was so booked out, I actually put up a poll because I'm thinking, okay, I want to add more hours. I want to add more availability. And I put up like, hey, here's three different hours that I can put out for you to be able to book with us. What works best for you guys? And surprisingly enough, Almost everyone, I think it was literally like 90 plus 95%, okay, wanted me to continue opening up availability in the afternoons and evenings. Why? Because the majority of people work during the day, okay, or me working in the afternoons and evenings worked with their schedule. Great, no problem. We'll add more hours and availability in the evenings. So it's a great idea for you to put up a poll, figure out what hours work great with your consumer, right? You want to make sure that you are catering to their needs because at the end of the day, we work for them, right? 
we don't want to necessarily do what works for us. Like they're our boss, right? So that is something for you to consider. Now with me, I worked a full-time job. So if you work a full-time job, you know, I wasn't trying to work Monday through Friday plus Saturday and Sunday. Like I needed to have that work-life balance, that healthy work schedule, right? So that I still was able to do my self-care, take care of my mental health, not work too much, right? So what I did was I worked every other Saturday. So that way I was opening up my schedule to people who maybe weren't available in the evenings, right? Maybe people work nights. Maybe people are coming from out of town or they're too far away to be able to make it to me during the week. So working on the weekend, one Saturday or two Saturdays a month was great. And so again, this is being able to cater to your client's needs, but still setting effective, healthy boundaries for yourself and your work schedule so that you do have that work-life balance. But again, these are the kind of things that you want to consider when you are trying to create a seamless booking calendar or a seamless booking process, right? The third thing that I want to bring up is friction-free forms. Now, for me, when I was providing services, I had all of my forms, consent forms, policies and procedures, everything is digital. I have worked in a paper-free environment for umpty nine million years. I'm not trying to put, touch no paper, okay? I'm not trying to get a paper cut. I'm not trying to bust out a pen. I'm not trying to manage the paper. I'm not trying to file it away, okay? So I had a digital tracking, a digital housing system, whatever you want to call it. And so the goal here is that when somebody comes to your booking site, you don't have all of these different forms to fill out. Let's use applying for a job, okay, as an analogy. How many of us have gone to apply for a job and there's all these different questionnaires and processes and you have to not only upload your resume, but now I have to fill out the same information that's on my resume in the portal. Like the more difficult that you make it for your client to book an appointment with you, the more that you are pushing them away and the likelihood of them booking goes down, okay? You wanna think about these things, again, when you're trying to create a seamless booking process. So you wanna uh, minimize unnecessary steps. You want to eliminate unnecessary questions. Think about like what is absolutely needed. What is a consent form needed? Absolutely, right? But you wanna make sure that all of those questions are truly, truly needed. I know when I was providing services, we had COVID, we had lockdown, we had, you know, these COVID, they weren't forms, but it was like a waiver where you would acknowledge, hey, I'm not sick, I haven't been exposed, this, that, whatever. But again, the goal here and what we're thinking about is minimizing the unnecessary, 
because the more complicated it is for people to book with you, the less likely it is for them to book with you. Okay. The fourth thing that I'm going to bring up when we are discussing the art of seamless booking is automated communication. Okay. I want to make sure that you have a booking site, a booking portal, a booking platform that is set up with emails and text messages. You've got the confirmation notification to go out to the client, letting them know exactly where to go, what time, where are they supposed to park? Is there a code that they're supposed to, you know, put in? All of these different things, right? But we want to make sure that all of this is in writing. It is notifying them. You want to notify them. I know I get a, an appointment reminder for a couple different people where it's like two days before the appointment and I have to click on it to confirm the appointment, okay? Great idea. So you've got your confirmation, right? You have to confirm, you know, hey, yes, I'm still coming. So it's like, hey, two days in advance, we're making sure that you're still coming. We're reminding you. Maybe you're not somebody like me who like lives by a calendar and you don't put your appointments in your calendar. So sending out that alert is their last chance to, oh crap, I need to cancel. I need to reschedule or yes, I'm going to be there. Okay. And then last but not least, I think it's a great idea to send out a reminder an hour or two hours before whatever you feel is feasible. Okay. Again, you want to make sure you have text options as well as email options. That way we are doing twice the work. We're reminding them it is going to minimize our no call, no show. It's going to minimize last minute cancellations, any of those kind of things that, that may come into play, right? The last thing that I'm going to talk about today in regards to seamless booking is personalized touch, okay? You want to go in that portal. You want to make sure that all of your communication has your voice. What does that mean? This is my voice. This is how I talk, okay? You don't want to use things that are the, the language and the verbiage that is so automated. You can tell it's a template. You can tell that it's chat GPT, right? You want to personalize the experience. You want to make sure that this person knows that your client knows that you are thinking of them. When they're going into their, your portal, they can hear your voice, that they can read your personality. Okay. Again, keeping the booking process in mind, you going ahead and wording things in such a way that gives people a little smile. Maybe you throw in a little wink or say something funny that you're notorious for saying, you know, you obviously want to be mindful of people who can't tell your humor or don't know your personality. So you want to then, you know, say things that are, are obvious that it's your personality. But my point is to make it your own. You want to make sure that your clients feel 
as if they know you, they can relate to you, and they do feel like this is a genuine connection because that is why our clients are booking with us. I hope these tips and tricks were resourceful for you. I hope that you use them. If you've used any of my tips and tricks that I share with you on an ongoing weekly basis, please feel free to message below and let me know how and what you've used and how it's helped you in your business. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day and I will see you next time. That's a wrap for today's beauty business breakthroughs. I hope you found these insights valuable and actionable for your beauty business. Remember, success in this industry is within your reach. If you're hungry for more and ready to take your beauty business to the next level, consider joining our Get Fully Booked Accelerator program. We are dedicated to helping beauty professionals like you achieve extraordinary success with strategies that can take your business to 10K per month and beyond. Simply send us a direct message on Instagram, Lux Beauty and Body Co. with the word success, and we'll provide you with all of the details on how you can be a part of this game-changing program. Your journey to a thriving beauty business starts now. Thank you again for tuning in and until next time, stay inspired, stay motivated, and keep making those beauty business breakthroughs.